0: Welcome back to WaveCast, the official podcast of the Marine Institute of Memorial University. I'm your host, Eugenie, and on today's episode, I sit down with two current nautical science students to talk about their work experiences at sea, as well as they provide some useful tips and tricks for new students entering into the program. Our first guest is Haley North, who is a third year nautical science student who spent her last work term on a cargo ship in the Great Lakes. Haley, welcome to the podcast. What brought you to the Marine
1: Institute in the first place? Uh, it was close to home. That's definitely one of the major aspects of why I went here. I grew up in a fishing family. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of people in my family who were on the water. Like my dad, my aunt, and my uncle all work on ships,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is pretty cool. So I was like, why not? Mm-hmm. So
0: when you were a kid, you spent a lot of time like at sea fishing with them?
1: Uh yeah, like I wouldn't say I spent like a lot of time, but I definitely did enjoy it whenever I was out there. And then seeing my dad mostly because, you know, grew up with him on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Seeing him like, you know, to go out and do his thing. This is so cool. I want to do this. So can you
0: tell me about the setup of your program? So how does it work with courses and work terms?
1: Okay, so normally in a year where there's not a pandemic, mm-hmm. it would be a year of schooling. And then you go out to sea for two months, mm-hmm. then do another year, and then you would do 10 months of sea time and then finish off your fourth year. Okay, wow. But um, because of COVID, we did uh, the first year, and then we did the second year, and now I'm taking 12 months to get my sea time. I have 14 months to get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking that full third year and then coming back after I finish my sea time, which is going to be in like September.
0: Okay. Can you work at different uh, like uh, on different ships or in different vessels or do you need to work <clears> at, by the same like employer for your whole um, sea time?
1: Yeah. So I worked with Atlantic Towing this summer, which is really fun. And I'm now working with uh, Canada Steamship Lines up mm-hmm. on the Great Lakes. So you can work with multiple different companies mm-hmm. and different types of ships. Like I was working with an offshore s- supply vessel this summer mm-hmm. and now I'm on like a bulk carrier. Okay. Two completely different ships. Do you have a preference? I like both. Yeah. Like I like just everything to do with just sailing, mm-hmm. which is super fun. Mm-hmm. I like both have their perks.
0: So when you're on these
1: ships, do you spend most of your time in the bridge? It depends. Like if there's a day where we're like, on a lake watch, then maybe. But when there's like a lot of stuff on the go, then I'll definitely be on deck. Mm-hmm. I, was, I spent a lot of time this summer on deck. And when I was on the lakes, like I would like do half and half, so like be half on the deck, half on the bridge, which was super fun also.
0: Okay, so most of the students that um, get sea time, they typically, do they work as deck hands then for that time? Is that what you mean, like on deck?
1: So from my perspective, I feel like you should know the deck stuff before you do the bridge stuff, Mm -hmm. because later on, I'm gonna be the person who's telling the deck people what to do, and like, Mm -hmm. I wanna know how to do it myself. Yeah, exactly. So like, I like learning all aspects of it, just so I have more knowledge. I also, um, to add to that, um, on the Coast Guard
0: vessels, I know that that's something that they talk about a lot that they say is really important, Mm -hmm. uh, especially as the respect thing, too.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like, it's like you pay your dues
1: and then you can work your way up to the bridge. Yeah, no, I completely agree because I'm not the person I don't want to go and tell someone what to do if I've never done it. Okay, for example, uh, I cleaned out cargo holes this summer. Mm -hmm. It was... I'm not going to say it was bad, but it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So much more, so much more work than I thought it was going to take. My amount of respect for the people who clean out the cargo holds, okay. so high. So what goes into cleaning out cargo holds? The different cargos we take. So mostly on my last ship, which was the Atlantic Huron, mm-hmm. uh, we took mostly iron ore and salt mm. for the most part of it. We took a couple, we took some coal, took some stone also, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so whenever we change uh, cargos, so like, say we go from iron ore to salt, mm-hmm. like you have to like give the cargo holds a very good clean uh, so you don't like contaminate the other cargo that's coming in. Right. So you're just going down in the cargo hold, going down a really, really, really long ladder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you're just like hosing it down pretty much. Yeah. Do you
0: get claustrophobic?
1: No, they're so huge. Okay, so how long would one... Cargo hold take to clean? Ooh, I say like an hour and a half.
0: Oh, wow, you're speedy. Okay. Like an hour and a half. Wow. I think it was
1: because there's two people in there with, like, there was a person in there with me mm-hmm. because I'm just a cadet. So. It took us, didn't take us too long.
0: Can you walk me through, um, that's obviously one part of your tasks that you mm-hmm. had, but it sounds like that maybe wasn't your tasks that you did on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So what did your sort of day in the life look like?
1: For the most part of it, I was on day work. So I was doing eight to five. I did 12 to four for a while. So it was like 12... 12- p.m to 4 p.m and 12 a.m to 4 a.m which is a really nice watch actually i Mm -hmm. actually a lot of people don't like it but i really like it i don't know like i know exactly what i did but like i was so in the motions of it all Mm -hmm. it was just like it was like just routine for me i would just you know go on the bridge i would do some i did some ectus corrections like updating the ectus what is that the ectus the electronic chart display information system oh cool yeah so uh it's basically like like, you know, charts. Mm-hmm. So it was basically like that, but like electronic, which but, is super cool. But
0: they also have paper charts still, I'm assuming. Or no?
1: Uh, yeah, they do. But... Um... CSL, I know on my ship anyway, is uh, dual Ectus compliant. So we have two Ectuses.
0: That's cool. Mm -hmm. So do you have something that you really like when you're working on ships? Like if you have a task that you get to do, something
1: that you really look forward to? I look so forward to doing cargo operations. I love cargo operations. Like when we're like tied up in port Mm -hmm. and like we're taking cargo into our boat or like discharging cargo Mm -hmm. i just love doing that
0: interesting so much
1: fun what about it do you like i like communicating with the shore Mm -hmm. like with the shore crowd i like i like uh talking to them i like multitasking Mm -hmm. and like putting stuff in also doing the ballast making sure the ship stays upright pretty much so Mm -hmm. we don't like get a list what i guess is your role in all of this i'm just trying to learn everything by the end of my work term, I should be able to, like, hold a watch, pretty much, because, like, once I graduate, that's what I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, the second mate, I was working with him a lot. He was he was really good. He got me to do, like, a b- little bit of everything. Like, he would, like, quiz me. He'd be like, so, okay, so what do we do now? And okay. it, it, that also, that, like, really helped me, because, like, I'd be like, okay, what do we do now? And then, you know, figured it out as I went along. But... Uh, Yeah.
0: So when you come out of this program,
1: uh, what is the title that you will have after? I'll eventually get my ticket and be a third mate and then work my way up to hopefully captain one day. Do you have a a preferred vessel that
0: you would want to work on?
1: I really like bulk carriers.
0: I really, really like bulk carriers. Well, um, if your favorite part is unloading and loading the cargo, then I think you're in the right place. I think I think so, I am too. Yeah. I think I am. But maybe if you're on one of those Disney cruise, <laughs> maybe, the, maybe you might like that. Maybe the, with the water slides and then unloading. i on all the water
1: pe- slides every day. <laughs> It's like, I I can't work. I have things to do. And that's go in the pool and go on water slides.
0: Okay. I wanted to also ask you about what your experience is like as a woman on board these ships, because you're saying that you're on the deck, you're also in the bridge, you're doing all these things. Mm -hmm. Can you like speak to that at all? Have you had a positive experience or just what is it like for you?
1: I have had a really positive experience, actually. I've heard lots of stories as I started going through. But people who don't even like work in the industry and they're like, you're a woman, like... Going into a male-dominated industry like this is going to be really difficult for you, but mm. it hasn't been surprisingly, and not really surprisingly, because like times have changed and you know how it goes. But for a while, I was the only woman on board, minus the cooks. That didn't
0: bother you at all?
1: Uh no. I mean, we had a female third mate come like in December, mm-hmm. like a month before I got off, mm-hmm. and that was really nice. Like it was nice to have another girl there for a bit, but it was it was fine with just me there. That's good. Everybody's was really nice.
0: The um, Especially because you spend so much time with the same people, right? Like, what are the shifts like? Because you're out there for a while, but is the crew themselves also, are they out there for the same amount of time or is there like a crew change at some point?
1: Uh, For officers, I know that they can, at least on the lakes with CSL anyway, they can do a six-week-on, six-weeks-off rotation or a two-month-on, one-month-off rotation. But where I'm just trying to get my seat time now, I was there for... Three and a half months. I was there for three and a half. Wow. Which was which was okay. It was pretty long at the end. Yeah. But like the first two months was like went by like really
0: fast. Wow. I don't know. I don't know how you do that because um when I work on the Coast Guard ships in the Arctic, we are only up there for twenty eight days at a time. But mm-hmm. there was one time where I stayed for an extra. I did an extra two weeks after,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was so tired by the end. I was like, "Get me off this ship!" But um. Yeah, so how do you keep busy? Like, what are some things that you do in your downtime?
1: I started going to the gym on the boat because, like, there's nothing... Like, there's not much to do on there besides, like, sit in my room, watch Netflix, I guess, mm-hmm. which I also do a lot. <laughs> um, but, like, I'm trying to finish my logbook and stuff because I have a logbook that I have to complete by the time I finish my sea phase mm-hmm. So I I work away at that. And, yeah, like, go to the gym. I chill out with people in the lounge Mm -hmm. they have they play darts sometimes okay yeah
0: so there are some like social gatherings yeah things that you do yeah there definitely is yeah so kind of do you feel that sense of community then when you're on the ship like that yeah for sure home that's yeah
1: Mm -hmm. like beyond three and a half months like you have to make it like your home somewhat yeah because if you don't then you're gonna just feel miserable the entire time
0: yeah (laughs) I think it's very impressive that you can do that. And I, I think so there's so many people in this building that work at C for so long, and I, I hats off to you guys. I don't know <laughs> how you do it. Do you have any advice for students that are entering
1: into this program? Study every night. Definitely go over the material that you learned in class that day. Like even if it's like sit down for like an hour to go over like four different subjects, mm-hmm. it, like, it will tremendously help. Mm-hmm. And like the rules of the road, make sure you know those.
0: This, this is was so fun. This is so fun. Um, yeah, Haley, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank
1: you for having me. Our second
0: guest is Aiden Parsons, who is a fourth year nautical science student who spent 11 months working with Atlantic towing. Welcome to the podcast, Aiden. Thank you. And you're also currently the president of MISU. Yes. So that's very cool. And you said you've been doing that now for, you started last May.
2: Started in this role last May. I've been with the group on and off for the past number of years.
0: Okay, very cool. Uh, so before we get into the actual interview part, uh, one of the questions that we ask people all the time is what brought you to the Marine Institute? So can you tell me a little bit about why you ended up in this, in this program?
2: Uh, because it was something that seemed uh, different and exciting to me. Um, not a lot of people in the family that have, have gone to sea, and it seemed like a way to uh, have some cool experiences while making a bit of money.
0: Did you see the program for the Marine Institute and thought, oh, that looks really cool, something different, diverse?
2: Yeah, that's absolutely what it was. Just going through the the Memorial University, uh, their big list of programs. And this was one of the things that really stuck out to me. And it's uh, what I went with.
0: The The lifestyle of the type of career that you would get when you do nautical science, is that something that was of interest to you? Like, did you think about, okay, what it's going to be like to to work on shift for six months at a time, off shift? You know, is that something that was appealing to you when you started in the program?
2: Absolutely. The possibility of having uh, that much time off in just a, a big chunk uh, was really appealing.
0: mm that's interesting yeah i think it would be really intense i don't know if i would be cut out for it but some people are um it can well you are apparently <laughs> uh can you tell me a little bit about where you're at in your studies you said you're on your in your fourth year so what does that mean are you in coursework did you how many work terms have you done so far what does that look like for you until graduation
2: so i am set to graduate this spring in june i'm doing courses at the moment so we'll wrap up this round of courses in april a few short safety courses then over the spring and then graduation. Um, usually in nautical science, when everything goes according to plan, you get two work terms. Mm-hmm. You get a short work term in between year one and year two, and then you do your long C phase in between year two and year four. It's your your third year. Um, COVID, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. things did not go according to plan, so I've done one very massive work term.
0: Okay. How long was that work term?
2: I got approximately 11 months in about 13 months.
0: Whoa. Okay. Crazy. Yeah,
2: that ran from July of 2022 to uh, very late August of 2023 um, with a couple short breaks in, uh, mixed in there.
0: What were you working on? Where were you working?
2: I was with uh, Atlantic Towing, which is headquartered in uh, St. John, New Brunswick. They do have offices here in St. John's, uh, Newfoundland. I I was working on offshore supply vessels. So the 2022 portion, I was on the Atlantic Shrike, Mm -hmm. which is a uh, newer platform supply vessel that they have that uh, brings supplies from St. John's out to uh, the oil rigs offshore. And then the 2023 portion of the work term, I was on the Atlantic Merlin, uh, which was built in 2014. We did a couple jobs, a few jobs in the offshore here uh, doing supplies. We did a job uh last january uh down off the coast of boston where we mm-hmm. had to tow this large hook through the water uh we were uh clearing the seabed for a new subsea cable and mm-hmm. then last summer we crossed the pond uh we went over to europe and uh, spent time towing barges for uh, a new wind for- wind farm project between uh, Nor- norway and scotland
0: wow so did you do the crossing yes yeah. Wow, that's very cool.
2: That was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, you did an Atlantic crossing. How big was that that vessel?
2: The Merlin, which that's the one I crossed on, she was 85.2 meters long and 22 meters wide, if memory serves me correctly. Okay, wow. Yeah.
0: Did you encounter any rough weather? Oh, yeah. In your, yeah. What time of year was it, your crossing?
2: When we crossed, we crossed in late July. It was good for the most part. We had probably about two days where we really took it. Were you quite comfortable on this ship, assuming... I
0: mean, it's a pretty new one if it was built in 2014.
2: It's something that you get used to. Yeah, you get used to it. It's not, it's not something that anybody's ever able to really ignore, but you get used to it.
0: What were you working on specifically?
2: So uh, a lot of time spent uh, down on deck with the general maintenance of the vessel, cargo operations. When you're in port, a lot of mooring, and unmooring, stuff like that. Um, as well as a lot of time up on the bridge, uh, getting familiar with the uh, navigation equipment up there, all the bridge procedures that the officers uh, have to go through on a day-to-day basis, some of the ship handling aspects of it. So a mix of of bridge work and deck work.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things that you're hoping to do after you graduate? So you say like working in the bridge, likely being an officer, is that uh, what you're going to be doing and what kind of ships are you going to be working on?
2: Sure. So uh, when you graduate from this program, you go to Transport Canada, uh, you do a written exam, an oral exam, and then you get your watchkeeping mate certificate, which is your officer of the watch. And so the majority of the graduates of this program end up as officers on the the bridge of vessels, and then you have the opportunity to work your, your way up to captain. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my plan, uh, is to get that watchkeeping mate certificate and uh, start working as a, a junior officer. You come out of this program, you are qualified to work on uh, any vessel of any size anywhere in the world. Um, my experience is on offshore vessels. I quite enjoy that. Uh, if I can get back there, I definitely will.
0: And do you foresee coming back to Newfoundland on your time off? Will this always be home for you? Or oh, do you yeah. think, yeah? I think so. Okay. So when you went to Europe, you were like, oh, maybe I could work here on my off season?
2: Great, great place. Uh, a lot of fun being there, a lot of fun to work there. We'll definitely go back for work, um, but this is home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Has that ship now come back to to uh, North America or is it still in
2: The Europe? Merlin is currently in dry dock in Spain at the moment. To the extent of my knowledge she's supposed to come back to pick up a contract a short contract this summer. Um mm-hmm. but that boat She tends to bob around a little bit.
0: Do you have any advice for new students that are thinking about the nautical science program? Is there something that you think they should know, whether it's from the application process or just from being a student, how to be successful, anything that you can think of?
2: For somebody starting out, it's a lot more work than what you're going to be used to in high school, but it's definitely doable. You're going to have to buckle down, um, but it definitely is doable.
0: Was there like a highlight of your program so far? When you think back on your four years here... What was it, something you thought, okay, that really stands out. I'm going to remember that for a
2: long time. Uh, crossing the Pond for the first time uh, definitely is going to stand out for a long time. In terms of my time actually here at MI, um, the Nautical Skills competition that gets organized uh, every year mm-hmm. um, is, is really, really spectacular. And I highly recommend everybody mm-hmm. that does the program uh, try that out.
0: And we just had the Nautical Skills Competition last weekend. Yes. Uh, can, how? What? How does it work? Like, what are they doing? What's the? What is the? I think it's a two-day event, right?
2: It's a two-day event. Most of it is on Saturday. Um, so you're split up into teams. You're gonna have fourth years, second years, first years, um, and you're in a lot of uh, just in the simulators doing a lot of different exercises: ship handling, emergency management, offshore operations, dynamic positioning. There's a seamanship exercise in the rigging room uh, down in the basement. There's a Marine Emergency Duties relay race um, the f- The first night, Friday night. It's, uh, it's really quite incredible.
0: Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Thank you to Haley and Aiden for joining us on today's episode. If you would like to get in touch with any of our guests or if you have questions for future episodes, you can send an email to wavecast.mi.mun.ca. We'll see you in the next one.